This is TID Short Stories, a TID water and power podcast miniseries. Every episode, you'll hear a short, unique, and often lesser known story from TID's rich history. And you'll hear these stories that helped build the district's 135 year history told by the people who operate the district today. On today's episode, TID Assistant General Manager of Power Supply, Dan Severson, tells the story of unlikely partners nearly developing a nuclear power plant in Stanislaus County. Today, the Turlock Irrigation District serves 240,000 people retail electricity from a diverse mix of generation resources, including hydropower, wind, solar, geothermal, and natural gas. Missing from that list is nuclear energy. However, in the early 1970s, as the district searched for new generation sources, a nuclear power plant was nearly built in the foothills of Stanislaus County with an unlikely partner. TID entered the retail electric business in 1923 after the completion of what is now referred to as Old Don Pedro becoming the first irrigation district in the state to do so, a distinction quite familiar to the district. Originally, electricity was thought of as a byproduct of irrigation, somewhat of a cash crop for the irrigation district. With old Don Pedro and the addition of the LaGrange power plant the next year, the district had more than enough power to serve the needs of its customers at the time. The district even had enough power to sell to the then- San Joaquin Light and Power Company. However, in the years following World War II, rapid increases in electricity demand and the need to find more power quickly became a primary focus for TID. An increasing population was one key cause of the increased demand. At the end of 1924, TID was serving power to 3,220 customers. That number surpassed 10,000 by 1946 and then nearly doubled again in the following decade. Another somewhat less conspicuous cause of the increased demand was the increased energy consumption by those customers. In 1950, the TID system handled 6,634 kilowatt hours annually per meter. In 1960, the number was up above 10,000 kilowatt hours and would rise to above 17,000 kilowatt hours by 1970 per year. The sharp increase in consumption was due in large part to the use of air conditioning. Early settlers relied on shade trees, which could shade your home from hot summer temperatures once they grew larger. Later, homemade evaporators or swamp coolers were used, but were ultimately replaced by air conditioners, which were far more effective. The issue was, Air conditioners used an incredible amount of energy and today are still the largest single energy consumer in the average household. With the exception of the critically dry year of 1931, the district had enough power from its only sources, Don Pedro and LaGrange, to meet all of the needs of its customers and its wholesale commitments. It wasn't until 1946 that the district had to begin buying power to help meet its customer demand. At the time, purchasing power from Hetch Hetchy. Even after the construction of New Don Pedro in 1971 and the dramatic increase in generation capacity at the new hydropower plant, TID relied on power purchases from Hetch Hetchy to meet electricity demands. As demand increased not only within TID service area, 
but across the state. The gap between customer demand and reasonably priced power was widening. It was generally becoming cheaper to own and operate your own power plants rather than to buy on the wholesale market from outside providers. One potential opportunity to develop new power came in 1972. In January of that year, officials from TID, MID, and PG&E met quietly to discuss the joint construction of a nuclear power plant in the foothills in the eastern portion of Stanislaus County. It was water from the Tuolumne River that drew PG&E to an interest in partnering with the districts. Most nuclear plants had been located along the coast, as nuclear plants require large amounts of cooling water. However, with the passage of California's Coastal Protection Initiatives in 1971, it had become increasingly difficult to build nuclear plants, and utilities began to look inland for site locations. The plant proposed by PG&E would feature two 1,100-megawatt units and would need 50,000 acre-feet of water annually for cooling. The Tuolumne River was the most obvious source for the water, but the district's attorneys warned that their existing water rights did not cover the use of water for power plant cooling, and amending their water rights could lead to a controversy over environmental effects. As an alternative, a district consultant former Department of Water Resources Director William Gianelli suggested that wells on the west side of the service territory could yield the needed water. Even before the hired engineering firm could finish their study, TID and MID signed a letter of intent with PG&E, a commitment to supply the water for the proposed plant. While the districts formally agreed to share the costs and benefits of supplying water to the plant on a 50-50 basis, a deviation from the roughly two-thirds, one-third split that exists for projects between the two districts on the Tuolumne River, there was little agreement between PG&E and the districts. Co-ownership of the power plant was what the district had in mind when negotiations first began, and they had hoped to use their water as a bargaining chip. PG&E, however, made it known that it wanted only a water service contract that would repay the districts for their investment in wells and pipelines and reimburse them for the water delivered at the same rate as district irrigators. This is hardly what the district had in mind. Negotiations on the project continued into the summer of 1977, when the study of a half-dozen alternative water supplies was completed. The company hired to study the supplies selected deep wells in the Jennings Road area west of Keys as the best alternative to the Tuolumne River water. The pumped water would be carried in a pipeline eastward to the foothills and across the Tuolumne to the site on Barnett Ranch, near Roberts Ferry, where the nuclear reactors would be located. This information was used by PG&E when it submitted its formal Notice of Intent to the California Energy Commission in August 1977. The CEC rejected the application the following month. Sentiment was turning against nuclear power plants for the district as well as elsewhere in the country, as concerns over safety and the high cost of construction would have made the project even more controversial than it already was in the local area. PG&E attempted to keep the project alive for several more years and waged various legal battles. However, the CEC's rejection of the proposal finished any possibility of the East Stanislaus nuclear plant. TID ultimately succeeded in its search for additional power, 
adding small hydropower units shortly after the failed nuclear plant and greatly increasing generation capacity with natural gas in the 80s. Although nothing came of the six years of negotiations and studies, the nuclear project marked a milestone in TID history. The district focused its attention on its long-term energy future and for the first time looked beyond its hydroelectric resources on the Tuolumne River. Mm -hmm. 